me in uh, thoughts and in word today, so that way I can help everyone else in um, your worship and focus on God. So I, I, I had to get get out of get out of my head and just really trust God. So I, I pray. I, I know one of the things that. Uh, Micah was asking me this morning as he goes, well, what adjectives should I give you uh, use to um, to to announce your um, or describe you? But Jay, he and he even offered to kind of wing it. And J.D. goes, no, no, no winging, no winging. So I'm not going to get up here and wing it either. So I'm going to just get up here and trust God. Y'all OK with that? And so. I know part of the thing when it comes to communion, I've, I've heard different things when it comes to communion. Uh, I grew up in the Catholic Church, and I've always heard that communion was a time of reflection on my what how my week has been, how my life has been, and being prepared to take God's um, communion, the body with the bread, which represents his body, the wine, which represents his blood. So I was always told that that's what communion is about, focusing on that. And then I learned while I was at North River for a short stint that I was back with North River, I learned that communion is also, you're also supposed to focus on the body of God. The body of God, meaning the church as a whole, not just myself. And so I'm like, well, that goes against everything I've ever been taught. I'm 58 years old, and I've, I've got to now take the last 57 and a half years and retrain myself to think about communion and what communion means and what I'm supposed to be reflecting on during communion. And so I, I started kind of getting a little uneasy there. But I guess when I'm uneasy, that makes God's work a lot easier for me. Um, to, and it makes it easier for him to work in me, because if I get too comfortable then I can get a little bit arrogant. I can get a, and I can stop listening to God. So I, so I'm like, okay, well, you know what? If that's what communion is, then that that's what communion needs to be about. I don't know how I'm gonna make that transition, but I'm gonna trust God to make that transition. So what I learned to do was to prepare for communion. I just, I've learned that I need to go to a still place to quiet myself. Because in your still place, that's where God works. Uh, going into that still place before communion, because you, you've heard that you shouldn't drink or eat or drink con- condemnation on yourself. And if you're not properly prepared for communion, that's what you'll end up doing, is my understanding. So I've learned about still places. And still places, I looked it up. And still place is important because it's where our faith is exhibited and our and is strengthened. It's like we learn lessons, patience, obedience, and perseverance when we go to our still place. And then um, I know in Proverbs 19, verse 21, it says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So as we, as we prepare for, to partake in communion, I want us to all just forget about our week. I want us to all let the week go, let our day go, and not even focus about what tomorrow's going to bring. Let's not worry about tomorrow. Let's not worry about what's happened the rest this past week. Let's just worry about being still, opening our hearts, opening our minds to participate in the body and the 
blood of Christ and what that means. And if we're just quiet, we're just still, then maybe God can actually come in and help us with preparing our hearts to actually receive his word when J.D. comes up. May it help us to prepare our minds to be open and not filled with all the other junk that the world is going to give you to deal with, because it's still going to be there afterwards. So just let it go for now. So let's go to God in prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you for this time. Thank you for the opportunity to be here with the disciples to worship you and praise you. Father, I pray that as we prepare to eat of the body that represents your blood and as we take of the juice that represents your blood and the bread that represents your body. Father, I pray that we let go of the world. We let go of everything. Help us be still in our hearts and our souls and our minds so that we can be open and ready to receive your word, ready to receive your love and learn whatever it is you're trying to teach us or trying to tell us. Just be with us, God. Help us be focused on your on your communion today, on your body, on your lesson, on your blood that was shed for us. Father, thank you so much for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
got to ask a question. Just by a show of hands, how many of you guys have given somebody a gift and you felt really good about the gift you gave them because you saw how much they liked that gift? Now, how many of you spent time searching for that gift? So you took the time to go out, whether it was going online or going out, dealing with traffic, going through all the stores to get that perfect gift for somebody. And then you felt good about the fact that they really enjoyed or liked that gift when you gave it to them. And so uh, it, it, it makes me wonder how many of us have that heart when it comes to giving to God. I mean, it's like. Do you re- you re- when it comes to giving to God, you really don't have to go out and shop because he tells you like some kids, he'll tell you what he wants from you. He'll tell you where to find it. He'll tell you how to do it. And it's not always pleasurable when he tells us what to do to make him happy, when he tells us what he wants. And so when it comes to giving to God, I, I, I like to think of myself and my relationship with God and what some people may think of as being strange. I like to have these little personal concerts that I put on for God because I feel like for me, I feel like that is a personal one on one time where, where I'm doing something for God. I'm giving to God in song. I'm pouring out my heart to God in song. And in my mind, I picture God smiling at me and it makes me feel good. Just like that gift you just said, y'all spent all that time or that money searching for has made you feel when you give it to your child or your spouse, that special person in your life. And in Romans 12, verses six through eight, it talks about. Let's see, let me find it. I just had it. Okay. It talks about rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer, share with the saints in their needs, pursue in hospitality, bless those who are rejected, uh, who persecute you and bless and do not curse you. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't the one I was looking for. <laughs> wait a minute. I, did I write down the wrong thing? Romans 12, 6. It's a little work out. It's all good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, okay, I'm blind. Don't get old, people. Let me just tell you. Blind, getting old and wearing glasses is not working in my favor. So some of y'all that are more used to putting those two things together and know how to make it work, I'm going to need y'all to help me out. Because I said Romans 12, verse 6, and I went somewhere else and didn't even realize it. So I apologize. But in verse 6, according to the grace given to us, we have different gifts. If, If prophecy, use it according to the standard of one's faith. In service, if service, in service. If teaching, in teaching. If exhorting, in exhortation. Giving with generosity. Leading with diligence. Showing mercy with cheerfulness. So it talks about using the gifts that God gave you with cheerfulness. So I want us to look at this time of giving and look at our hearts. Are we giving with cheerfulness? 
Are we are we giving with a grudge? Are we saying I really can't afford to do this because I've got this bill or I've got that bill? Are we doing it with the cheerfulness? Well, God, thank you for allowing me to be able to give. Thank you for allowing me to be able to do this or that, whatever that gift was. So as you as you as we give our um, offerings today, I want you to think about what your heart is like. Are you doing with cheer? Are you being grateful? Are you glad you're able to give at all? So when you give today, I want you to do so just picturing God. And is is your gift making him smile? Let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you so much for the gifts you've given us. Thank you for giving us the ability to be able to share of our funds with you today. Father, we pray that we do it with glad and cheerful hearts because it's only because of you that we're in such positions that we are to be able to use that gifts to bless those gifts to bless you. So, Father, bless our hearts. Help us give with a cheerful heart. and Help us to picture your face smiling at us, thinking, I'm proud of you, my son, my daughter, for the heart you have as you give. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.